0: Losing sight on the main reason I was a nurse in the first place.
1: You're listening to Penlight, a podcast that strives to reignite a passion for nursing for those who've lost it. My name is Maggie McGrath and I'm a travel nurse. I love what nursing has given me over the last five years, but I fight symptoms of burnout every day. I'm opening up a space once a week for nurses to vent, to laugh, to share ways and how they cope with stress, and to offer guidance for change. As nurses, we dedicate our lives to improve the health of others. It's time to shine the penlight on nurses and nursing to improve our own health. Okay, so I'm talking, and they're talking about nursing and nursing podcasts, penlight. You can't hear it at all?
0: Yay! I think we figured it out, finally. Zeppelin bark. (laughs) Yeah, right. Let's really test it out. (laughs) Do you want to talk on the podcast? Are you being so good? Just say hello. That's like, this is like the most calm I've ever
1: seen her and she's so wiggly. I'm here with my best friend, Shelb. Hello. She is, we've been, we were roommates for Fresh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'd say. We went through nursing school together and I couldn't imagine having anybody else start this
0: podcast. So my name's Shelby. I've lived in Colorado my whole nursing career, so uh, four years since I started being a nurse. Um, I currently work in a clinic, in a gastrointestinal clinic. So we do ERCPs, colons, colonoscopies, and then we do upper endoscopies as well. So just dealing with that patient population. And you were inpatient for...
1: Two, two and, and a half years? Yeah, yeah, two and a half years. Yeah, because when you left, then I started traveling. Mm-hmm. So yep. I
0: was in my job for two and a half years. Yeah. I did much. oncology to start, and that got really hard. <laughs> yeah. And then I needed a different change of pace, a little less depressing job, and <laughs> more regular hours, which I think a lot of people yeah, can struggle with.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the three twelves everybody's like... That's so awesome that like you can do three twelve. I'm like, yeah, but like I it feel like everybody, yeah. Or like as nurses, we're like, man, I really wish I could like be home for right, dinner, dinner. dinner
0: at like six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that was a big struggle. I did nights for a year when I was on oncology, and I was living with my boyfriend at the time, and we wouldn't see each other for about three days. And
1: yeah, it can be I, hard you to did balance. all nights.
0: Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, for about a year. Do they rotate at all? I, they do. I started rotating, so I did nights and days. And then I went to just nights to try to have a little bit more, like, routine lifestyle. But yeah. then I got to the point where I hated the hangovers from not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, just started getting that. Like, I used mm-hmm. to be able to do it, like, you, you just know. just did fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: I could, like, maybe, like, go get home. I actually slept better on nights. Yeah, because like when you're I say this all the time. I feel like like when you're um, on days, you like come home at seven and then you like want to cook dinner and like hang out Mm -hmm. and like have a night and then you go home to bed at like 11. Whereas on nights, it just like everything's go to bed at eight in the morning and wake up at five. I don't have a problem sleeping during the day. I know a lot of people do. But like that, like day after Mm -hmm. is like so hard now. It's, yeah. like, because you would want to, like, do things. Yeah. Right. You're like, okay, I'll, like, sleep maybe till 1. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have, like, I don't know, four hours, and you're just, like, pushing
0: through. I just couldn't do that anymore. Yeah. I agree. And then, yeah, it just feels like you're, like, the worst hangover of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, just,
1: you're like, oh, I want to, like, go to the store. Or, like Yeah. Sort of thing. That's why so, last time I, last year when I worked in Denver and I did all nights, um, I felt like I didn't get to, like, experience Denver. Because right. I was, like, I, that fourth day that I was, like, just trying to, like, s- transition over, switch over. It was, like, I get yeah, from my bed to, to the thing. couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when I told you about making this podcast, like, mm-hmm. what in your head, like, did any kind of expectation come in? Like, I hope that it's like this. Or I hope that, like. And the main thing
0: is just, like, being able to relate to yeah. other people with the same similar like goals like yeah I don't know and to be inspired by other people like nursing is so interesting because it's such a like prestigious career like Mm -hmm. it's like oh once you have your bachelor's like the whole world comes together yeah and I think it creates this weird like notation that like creates expectations that are wrong about the career because then once you get to the point where you're comfortable as an inpatient nurse you're like what's next right and I have a feeling like a lot of people feel that way and that's why people go back to school or like people don't want to go back to school or like Mm -hmm. how do you better yourself better your career and like better patient outcomes yeah while still like taking care of yourself right yeah I think just being able to relate to other people that feel that way too because I think I thought I was going to be so much more content with the career from mm -hmm. talking to other people that have Mm -hmm. been nurses right you know you only hear all these good things but it's a hard yeah there's a lot there's a lot to it but
1: it's also like the same nursing is is um funny because i mean like once you get your degree like associates or diploma or bachelor's or whatever like you're set for life like you can literally do that for the next 60 years if you want to and so, like, yeah, a lot of people, like, coming out of school are, like, okay, like, I, I got it. Right. And then they, like, do two years, and, I'm like, am I supposed to do this
0: forever? Right. Like, they fi- like, they're, like, why don't I like this career that I felt so passionate about right. a couple years ago? Yeah. It's just crazy how quickly your thoughts change. Like, I remember being in nursing school looking at nurses that had been nurses for five, mm-hmm. ten years, inpatient their whole time. And I was looking like... Looking up to them so much. Either looking up to them or feeling like like they're doing this just for money. Like, I had never picked nursing for mm-hmm. money, which I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. Like, you do it because you're passionate or Yeah. whatnot. And then I got to a point where I was like, I'm starting to feel burnt out. Like, I'm Yeah. giving all I got. Like, <laughs> is this just a job? You know? I. I don't know. Yeah. You bring a ton home. And right. it's not like... You don't
1: bring physical work home, but you bring, like, stress and, like, mentally, like, alarm fatigue. You bring, like, so much stuff. There's so much more to it, even though you only work three days a week. It's like...
0: That was a nice outlet going to outpatient is that in the inpatient world, people don't necessarily talk about all the bad things because you're just trying to cope and Mm -hmm. deal and move on and become better, but once you get to outpatient it's those people chose that job because they needed something different yeah so it was like everybody kind of understands yeah so what like, inpatient is and right so like it was interesting because a bunch of young nurses that had been nurses you know on the floor anywhere from two to five years were coming to my same clinic and the first couple of weeks like they needed almost like a somebody just like a therapist just to like hear them out yeah and like I was happy to be that person because I know exactly what they were talking about you know they were like oh I go to my old unit and I almost get like anxiety yeah right just from the noise right yeah you're like (laughs) is somebody gonna pull me to do something (laughs) right like it just it's like natural like anxiety inducing which I think is why a lot of people tell you once you go outpatient there's a good chance you're not gonna go back Right, because it's, it's like, like, it's that stress level. You just don't want to the PTSD. <laughs> yeah, so, that was a nice outlet for me, like, getting burnt out and then realizing I wasn't the only young nurse that, like, needed something yeah. different.
1: Well, like, the thing that I think is crazy is that, like, we've been nurses for almost five years, right. less than that, but we've been, like, feeling those, like, burnt-out feelings since, like, a, a year in. Like, right. Yeah, a year or two years, well, and then it's like, how do people? That was like, some. I look at nurses that have been in nursing for like thirty years. I'm like, how? How? Yeah, I don't get it. I and mean, that's, that's amazing. amazing.
0: Doing like such a phenomenal still job, still doing the same,
1: like yeah, even, like on it's the very, floor, on like the freaking front lines. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? It's
0: how do you been doing this for thirty years? Like, it's pretty incredible to me, because yeah, I was almost. I felt like I almost let myself down not continuing i feel like i have
1: this like guilt or like yeah exactly that i need to i've yeah that i'm like i should be i should be there right
0: you need to do more like like, when i be better yeah
1: or i did when i did outpatient yeah like the outpatient that i did it was like you know business casual and like answering phones and like you had patient contact like sometime like Most days you would like see a patient or two, but it was like to do like diabetes teaching or like give a prolia injection or, you know, something for osteoporosis or like, you know, there wasn't, you really didn't, you didn't get that like same type of Mm -hmm. stress. And I would, yeah, there's some guilt that I'm like, I'm, I'm good at inpatient and Mm. I feel like an obligation to be there. Right. Which sucks because it's like, I don't, why I'd be a martyr? Like, yeah. why be, you know, if, like, you're comfortable and, like, happier, like, doing
0: something else? Like right. I think a lot of nurses feel that way. Yeah. Well, and, too, like, you don't want to go somewhere and be bored. But, like, totally. you hate the stress. So it's this, like, love-hate relationship. You're right about having that, like, feeling of, like, you should be fulfilling more. Like, being impatient or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, you have more like gravitation towards
1: yeah well I think that's just like been ingrained like we just are so used to like a high stress level Mm -hmm. you feel bad when you like have this job that like you don't have that anymore yeah because there's so many like yeah I felt like that when I was outpatient like there's so many people that are like just swamped all day mm-hmm. like running around and like in the weeds drowning and yeah. it's like I um, I've been there and
0: like I But yeah that's another thing like outpatient is staffed so much really yeah really? I have like 30 sometimes 30 nurses in one day 38 for wow. to run a clinic we do see anywhere between like 40 to uh, 90 patients but mm-hmm. like on a day that we have 40 we don't fluctuate with staff that much because we need yeah. but like yeah it's just like why can't they do that everywhere?
1: There's like, there's so many things to change in right. the hospital. And like, I feel like people that make the changes haven't been on the floor in like right. X amount of years. And so, and it's like, okay, like, I think that we should make this change, you know, related to pain scores by like, you know, like implementing this type of tactic. And it's like, okay, you know, definitely like try to do that. right? But like, it's just added on to like right. everything else that you have to do.
0: Right. And it's just like, is that really gonna better the patient outcomes, or like you know, if something were to go wrong, like is it actually helpful? Because yeah. I felt like it got to a point where it wasn't wasn't even about that. Like um, mm. a lot of nurses, especially on our unit, were younger and they would want a credential. So when you credential, mm. you do a project. When you do a project, it gets implemented, and then yeah. our hospital would implement projects like hospital wide. So if you have young mm. nurses throughout an entire hospital. 36 units, say, like, think about how, like, they don't think about yeah. how many changes are coming through on a regular, and, like, it, yeah, it just gets to a point where it's, like, yeah, but that goes back to,
1: like, you know, that kind right. of fulfills a young nurses, like, true, m- right, need I to, get like, that.
0: want to do something more, right, like, and I, I get that, for sh- sure, yeah, and, like, I respect it, but there has to be a better way to go yeah. about implementing changes that are, Hopeful and changes that are yeah. just like unnecessary. Right. Just like because you need to complete a project. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Like I don't I think projects like and a research new are great. risk right. tool. Right. But it's like we have already have, have one. one. Yeah. If this one's better, great, let's switch it out. But we shouldn't be doing your risk score and this risk score. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's <laughs> that was my problem. Zeppelin. Ah. ah, ah. No more gloves.
1: Let it go through. I wanted to, I started thinking about this, I kind of, yeah, I told you, last last year, I like, I just started thinking about like nurse stress Mm -hmm. and like abuse in the hospital and like people don't really talk about it and there's not a whole lot of like cathartic outlet for nurses mm. other than like, you know, a massage therapist or something come to the unit or like, or like
0: we had Zen rooms. Zen, right. Yeah. So well, like it was yeah. supposed to be like a massage yeah. chair and a Quiet room, yeah. That you could but it's read. like,
1: when was that? At? Nobody would ever use those.
0: Yeah, no. Well, we were all also promised one for like a long time and never got one. So then we would all <laughs> just talk about the one unit that had their zen. Oh. You know, we're just all jealous. Yeah, they, <laughs> they get zen time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, they they have, yeah, they probably not even. They have, have a massage they chair. They the empty room. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was like okay, like check that box. Like gave the nurses a massage Which chair. Great. It's It's yeah. like, but it's it's like. It,
0: I want to figure out, like, what we really would benefit from. Well, or, staffing. Like, like, better staffing would help true. tremendously. Because if there's more things to do in a day, like, there should be more people. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of nurses that were nurses years ago, you know, would take care of 10 patients. or yeah,
1: right,
0: You know, like, that was normal. Yeah. And, like, I... No, they would all die if I do that now. <laughs> like, there's no way. <laughs> like, I think, I think patients are getting sicker, so there's more things going on. And then there's just more charting and whatever. Everything. Yeah. Coordination. Like, cause there's, there's a ton You of have charting. four patients during the day. Like, you, you don't have You're downtime. Busy, right? right. Yeah. So it's like, how did
1: still, we get I mean, from
0: where they were to where we are now?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I think about that, too. And, like people still ha- I don't I've never had 10 patients and there's so many nurses that have yeah. especially it's, like travelers and stuff Really right. like, come on to crazy units and like right. I'm like I've free- never had to right. my friend Melody she like had 17 patients on a step down cardiac unit yeah. once like, as that's a traveler not safe. and I was like what that I've never been under that much stress
0: right no I can't freaking well, imagine I think the worst was 6 patients on a night shift who are now that patient population is now considered a step down. So you would only do three, (laughs) but six, um, patients for a charge nurse. And then everyone else ran with six as well. But it's like, how can you be a charge nurse? Right. If you're over already, like pretty much double your load of patients. Right. Yeah. You're not looking out. You can't help anybody. And then if anything goes wrong, it's hard to have anyone there to help. Yeah. It's just seems like, like, it would make sense to spend more money to have more staff to keep people happy and like there longer yeah i don't know like matt my husband he gets an hour for lunch and then he also gets an hour of break time yeah so like anytime he's off the phone he has to like put that in as break time so like you got to figure in like bathroom and whatever Mm -hmm. getting a drink but if i had two hours (laughs) during the day. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> I know. You barely I get 30 minutes for lunch. Down. food <laughs> daily. And Matt was like,
1: why are you eating like that? I'm like,
0: I don't know. I just, you that's just how I eat. I did just recently. Like, normally I have plenty of time for lunch now that I'm in clinic. Like, I get 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. People relieve me. Like, it's wonderful. Yeah. I just started being charged, though. And it's great. I love it. It's like a new challenge. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the other day, I... I didn't. I had a 12-hour shift. I didn't have lunch, and I haven't done that. I think ever. Like I always eat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: it just came to a point where there was just too many procedure rooms where the nurses needed help or didn't know how to work the equipment. So then, mm-hmm. I, it just happened. It just happened, and then before I him. knew it, it just was like the day was over. And I get so hangry. Yes. Yeah. So do I, I. I. And
1: then I get like Me. emotional.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like break down. Yeah. And like
1: I can't look at another person I <laughs> before I need. I, a- like
0: crackers but like th- like that was or a bag of chips but like then you know that's it it was like not sufficient yeah. to like hold you over and I typically start my day with like a smoothie or yogurt so it's like yeah, that's not enough right. for a 12 hour day
1: <laughs> that's what I used to um, I think yeah you get super unhealthy mm-hmm. too like eating because mm-hmm. you go Those hours, I mean now yeah. like what is it fasting is like <laughs> like the new thing but yeah. like I would eat for a day shift for 12 hour days. I would eat at five and then you don't eat again till what? Noon. That's like maybe hours. or three, well, probably yeah, <laughs> later than that. eight, seven, eight, nine hours. And then like, I, so you're just like ravenous mm-hmm. and like want to eat whatever is there.
0: Oh yeah. So you don't pick healthy options. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to feel um, my, the first like couple years that I was doing nursing. I like the only thing I would drink, I wouldn't drink water. Literally drank ginger ale and coffee,
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: for three days straight, and I would have fucking the worst headaches. Right yeah. to the point, I thought I had a brain tumor. I told you yeah. about that, right? And I got an app. I like started like documenting, you know, like when I would get a headache. And I was like, right frontal. I worked on a neurosurgery neurosurgical unit for the first two and a half years, and like, I was like, oh, I have right frontal. And I was like, I've been on birth control for like seven years like I have a blood clot I have a blood clot in my brain I know I do I take Advil all the time it's a blood thinner that's the only thing that makes me feel better and I was like there's gotta be I have to Like, the, and you know there was like a 30 year old woman like that like that had happened to or something and I was like that's gonna be me that's me and then I went to a nurse practitioner cause I was like I need a CAT scan and she was like okay but like how much water do you drink And I was like, well, like two cups, maybe a day. She's like, two cups, like a cup in the morning and a cup at night. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay. She's like, when's the last time you had your eyes checked? And I was like, I have no idea. She's like, okay. Like, you don't have a blood clot, but you need to get your eyes checked. And you need to drink at least, get it like a really pretty big water bottle and like drink two of those a day. And literally, I've, like, <laughs> that completely... <laughs> that I awesome. needed glasses. I was, like, my eyes, like, the muscles in my eyes were straining so much. And then, like, just going from, like, patient care to the computer, like, back and forth mm-hmm. all the time. Like, like, I had 20-20 vision. I had no idea that, like, mm-hmm. this was happening. But, like, the muscles in my eyes were, like, already strained. And then when I would focus on something, like a computer screen, they would, like, st- strain even more. And so I just, like, headache, headaches all the time. I would, like, have one beer, and I would have to, like, be done. I would, like, have a terrible headache. It was just glasses. And <laughs> the fact that I'd never drank freaking water, because my being in 12-hour, right. like, running around all the time. You're not even allowed in some places to, like, bring a water bottle around with you. Like, there has to be, like, a water bottle station. Mm-hmm. It's like, how nobody's around that water bottle station. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like
0: that's the stupidest. Like, how are you supposed to stay? The god nurses just need their own IV, IV pole. Yeah, totally. Just, we're just wheel it walk around, them around them. And them. <laughs> instead of wheeling their cows. their yes. <laughs> own IV pole. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take a 15 so I could get a bolus. Yeah, <laughs> IV bolus. But yeah. then you don't have time to go to the bathroom, so then you need the catheter True. as well. True. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, At they that reserve point, one you just don't room have for nurse care. <laughs> time to eat either. So we're just like, you have to TPN and lipids. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have TPN, lipids, <laughs> IV, and a Foley bag, and yes. then you'll be like a superhero nurse. There, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Grow a couple more arms. I always make that joke. <laughs> that like, if I had more arms, I'd be a better nurse. Yeah. And taller. <laughs> So I can never reach anything. yeah longer arms longer arms that'll work that's what'll do it
1: yeah that's that's yeah. how we change news yeah <laughs> but yeah so just going back to like making this podcast I kind of wanna I feel like travelers kind of have a um there's a benefit to doing this and that like you're just trying to like because I've been to so many places I can I can find like a common denominator in, like, sit- certain situations. Like, I would never, like, point out, like, this, like, group of people, right? like, have a terrible relationship between nurses and techs. be like, just in general, just, in nursing, like, you know, you don't have to, like, call any right. units out. But it's, like, you know, this can happen, like, in multiple places. I've seen it, so. Right. That's, like, also, I think traveling has been good for stress, too. Yeah. Because then you get, like, yeah, you get to you don't have to like ask somebody for vacation right or like breaks and stuff like you get to you have so much more control i think
0: well like another thing that i think about is icus retain nurses really really well yeah which is interesting because that it's patients like, are very sick mm-hmm. like high stress but they're only caring for two and they're always staffed or oh, well, unless there's like you know some type of staffing crisis but like they're typically staffed really well yeah because they have to always be ready to accept patients Mm. so there's typically like extra hands on deck yeah which I'm like if they just would do that everywhere
1: yeah even though
0: like our patients aren't as sick but like patients would benefit from it you know they wouldn't have to wait 10 minutes for their pain medicine yeah whatever you know yeah which seems like a reasonable time to you but like to somebody that's in 10 out of 10 pain like yeah it'd be nice to just have some more hands that Mm. could help have you seen those robots in California? I think is mostly where they have them. They they have robots in hospitals now that deliver medications. Oh medication. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I was walking on the streets in San Francisco, and apparently this facility had them as security guards too. So what? I was like walking down the street, and all of a sudden I heard something following <laughs> oh me. Oh it! I turned around, and it was a <laughs> robot, and it was like scanning me Shut and telling up. me that like i guess it was like 6 p.m so like that area was i guess they didn't want people there during that time or something i don't know it was like telling me to leave i was like what? i knew That's they like medications but like i was like, <laughs> <You> <laughs> leave. Yeah, it's like <laughs> uh, okay oh my god it was like a, right outside what like would it do garage. hopefully nothing didn't leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. I don't have, know like, maybe just like a robotic can just like smack yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out call 911 have people show up oh my god yeah I don't know huh. it was so bizarre though I was like I can't imagine seeing the I've never worked in a hospital with the robot yeah but I I can't imagine like seeing one just like roll out that's <laughs> hilarious excuse <scares> me yeah <laughs> they're taking our jobs yeah well it's to help help with medication like delivery yeah efficiency and yeah. It's like they already have tube stations, so it's like... Yeah, totally. It, that's more efficient? Great. hmm It would be nice if they could pass, like, your 8 o'clock meds. You bring, them to the, bring them to the patients. Just, like, spit them out. Yeah, right. That would never work, though, because, like, no. you have so many patients that are like, can I get applesauce? Yeah, <laughs> right. You need to crush this. The robot would be like, eat it. <laughs> Just take it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because it always seems like you know you have a patient in room eight that's vomiting, and then you yeah. have another one in room seven that's like whatever, but and then you, you have an admission, pain, and right. then you have an admit. Yeah, right. So there's like,
1: somebody like waiting on you for papers to be discharged. And you're like, there's always been waiting for a while, it's
0: right? Like, and then like, it just creates more stress for you in general because you don't want those people to be waiting, right? exact
1: I always feel so. I, I hate going into a room and like saying, like apologizing, feeling bad right. as soon as I get in the room. And right. I feel like that's just, it just weighs on you all day. Right. Like just like constantly when you go into a room and you feel bad. Right. And it's like, I feel and like some all my people patients take it me. well and, they, and some people don't. <laughs> and that yeah.
0: gets like even worse. It doesn't really matter how they take it because, but it's just like an all day situation but I'm sure like every nurse can think of one situation where somebody had to wait for something and a family member or patient like lost it on them yeah like I can think of totally one that I will probably never forget like (laughs) like it's just those things like don't go away yeah totally but yeah I remember one time a patient was getting transported out Mm -hmm. um, to where hospice so she was going home via ambulance to die and be comfortable in her own home and like that's obviously very important she hadn't complained about anything all day um wasn't doing well coping wise but like you know just Mm -hmm. hanging out waiting for her ambulance that's all she wanted so ambulance arrives i'm doing like 20 different things you know There was a patient that was, like, constipated. I'm, like, trying to help him. (laughs) And then, like, one of the case managers needed me, and they were on the other tower. And then there was just so many. And then another patient was getting discharged as well. Yeah. So there was just so many factors that I just couldn't get to her right away. Yeah. Um, And then something happened where the ambulance changed time. It was, like, an hour later. Mm. And I didn't get into her room to notify her that instead of 3 p.m., her ambulance is showing up at 4 p.m. Okay. But she waited that hour that I came in her room. They still weren't there. And she was like, I was supposed to leave an hour ago. Yeah. I'm still here. And they're not here. And I was like, well, the time changed. They were actually not supposed to arrive till 4. I just didn't have a chance to come tell you. Yeah. Fair enough. She lost it on me. She Mm. was like, how are you to, like, steal? You know, she's precious time left. Like, I was, like, ready to bawl my eyes out and this lady like lost it and was like you know this is very important to me like I want to go home yeah and you well I mean you couldn't me. you really I know over was the some. ambulance though like you don't have control oh over no that. and then they came they didn't have the right papers case manager wasn't there you know mm. all these things that were out of right. my control yeah but like you know you're the front line so they mm. you're there and you I are the communicator right, for all of these things. right and that's my bad for not informing the patient, but at the same time, like, I didn't have a second to go in there because right. other things were happening.
1: Yeah. And even if they're minuscule things, like, they will demand your attention. Right. Like, the patient doesn't – no, patients don't care who else – And they want to be your party, which, right. like, I they get should that. be. Right. You know, like, but at the same time, like, you have, like, four other people right. that, like, you know, have, like, different problems and different priorities – Right. And like that's just your job all day. You right. just have to try and prioritize well, another and do the you can. Is, like
0: it would have been nice too to have other people communicating in that role too, like whether it be the physician or case manager. Or, you know, like there's not o- like they communicated to me, and then like yes, hopefully I can tell the patient. But in that instance, yeah, <laughs> yeah. she ended up still going home and like she got, like got her wish. But like you know, it's just crazy how like one hour can really. Yeah, make or break. I just remember like leaving that shift and feeling so (laughs) defeated and it doesn't seem like that big of a deal but it was very important to her.
1: I had read something um, or I had posted it like a while back on my Instagram but it was this quote that I was like I'm going to try and implement this and of course I forgot about the quote and I (laughs) never have but um, I'm going to find it and say it but um, it was a really good it was, like, about instead of apologizing, like, saying thank you. Like, okay, here it is. Um, so it says, lately I've been replacing I'm sorrys with thank yous. Like, instead of sorry I'm late, I'll say thanks for waiting for me. Or instead of sorry I'm being such a mess, i say thank you for loving me and caring about me unconditionally. And it's not only shifted the way I think and feel about myself, but it's also improved my relationships with others who now get to receive my gratitude instead of my negativity. Hmm. And I was like, that is a really good way to, like, enter a room. Like, I'm sorry I'm late because I, like, hate just, like, starting the, starting right. the interaction with, like, already, like, a chip on, you know, people are like, yeah. I'm, I suck Thank already. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for waiting. Right. Instead of just like that little, Mm. I think that that could shift a whole, a whole interaction, right, with patients. So I'm gonna try. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Because I have to inform patients in my area all the time that doctors are running late. So like I say, I'm so sorry you've been waiting. Like anything I can get for you. Like thank you so much for waiting.
1: Yes. Like just as a little, just lighter.
0: Right, but then people they haven't eaten, they're just sitting there, I can't really get them anything. <laughs> thank you for going hungry. <laughs> yeah, like, like, thank you for waiting. There's so much you can like, say. they're yeah. like, well, I'm not going to go anywhere else, you know, that kind right. of response. Yeah. And then,
1: thank you for being so patient.
0: Right. Or, this is know. what's going on. Yeah. It should be about this time when you go back. It's just so easy to apologize. It, yeah. But it doesn't right. sound as nice, you're right.
1: Yeah. But also, I feel like then just people just apologize too much.
0: My watch telling me I've been sitting for too long. Stand up for a little. Move a little. It calls me like, Chubby. No. It
1: calls you Chubby? Because, because your nickname's Chubby. Yes. So,
0: but it cracks me up. because It'll be like, get moving, Chubby. Yeah. Oh, you didn't quite hit your move goal today, Chubby. That's awful. It's, I like it. It makes me but laugh. It's it. yeah. But it's hilarious. Yeah. It's what I ask. Like, Siri, what do you call me? You're Shelby,
1: but since we're friends, I get to call you chubby. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: but since we're friends. <laughs> so that's what she calls me. That's awesome. Yeah, Ali set it up that way for me. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Look at her.
1: She's so sweet now.
0: I know. She's a sweetheart.
1: Oh. I think, honest, I can't remember who said this. Somebody recently, but it was like the reason why people burn out, it's not because of the patients and a lot of time it's not because of the acuity. It's because of the like, um, horizontal, lateral Mm -hmm. violence, like, or like the way, like your coworkers and like the way that, you know, people not only, not only do you have somebody, you know, discharging somebody going to hospice, somebody like, you know, with a bowel obstruction, whatever and you're like running around people at work make you feel like shit for not doing something. And mm-hmm. it's like that, honestly, that's what I, when I felt so burned out, like that's what I would think about. Right. I would you're think right. about the relationships on the unit. It wouldn't be, it would be the patient, like, you know, traumatic brain injury patients can be super oh, yeah. tough,
0: but like you need that.
1: Most effort. of the time it would be about like people on the unit. it's like, that's why people don't retain because they don't feel good about what they're doing. Like you Whoa. need to build people. And I think that's with the ICU too. That's right. probably helps retention because it is such a critical unit. Team. Like right. you need that you team need that
0: person. You need you that can't complete.
1: Yeah, that Task. has that. If working. somebody codes and like you lose them or something, like I think that there's more of a um, cohesiveness like with the group right because you see it every day and if if you let that get to you you can't do your job right so like in that way they probably I I could believe that that they have better
0: attention I say I like the unit I worked on had good teamwork not the best it was gr- good and like where I work now it's it's pretty good um, but like when I was working nights. It was, like, when you would take lunch, it was all lunch was about complaining. Like, mm-hmm. I know I've complained about a couple things here today. But, like, it almost got to a point where it's, like, I didn't want to, like, go in the break room. Because I was, like, I don't. I know it, these things yeah. suck. Yeah. But, like, we don't have to talk about it every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's talk about, like, how we do like something about. Like, yeah. there's always something that we like. That's why you're still there. Yeah. But it almost was, like, this negative energy on nights well, A, probably because people are, like, overly tired, but yeah. B, because it seemed like a safe zone because no one else was there mm-hmm. that, like, the nurses felt like they could complain about whatever has, was bothering yeah. them. Yeah. But, but then you just, like, have this negative mentality about work, which was not helpful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're constantly, like... But, like, on days you didn't have time to talk about it, so it seemed like it was always better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I almost thought, as far as, like, relationships... I thought that the night shift was, like, more of a team Mm -hmm. because, like, they have less resources. There's not as many people around, and you're just, like, you need each other. Right. And, like, you have each other's backs more often. I've always thought, like...
0: Right. You get... And you get to know people more. Like, it's a little slower. Right. Which was really nice. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, that's initially why I really liked nights because I got to know people Yeah, comfortable. But then, I guess, like I was saying, there was a lot of changes that were implemented this, like for like three months straight and then that's all people could talk about yeah because they were so annoyed with everything but I was like I don't know. yeah but like you're right like it should have been like we should have been able to like redirect back to like the reason that we all liked nights like being a family and like
1: yeah or something yeah it's funny like I don't you nursing it's nursing doesn't really have a other than like largely being like a female population there's not a whole lot of like other um like commonalities amongst a bunch of nurses like you're old you're young so many different ethnicities like different like come from different backgrounds and so there's not like a whole lot of commonalities and it's hard to relate to like everybody you know that you work with like on a Mm day-to-day basis too
0: Well, and you're in different parts of your life, too. Yeah, like, right. There was, like, some people starting their family. There were some people, you know, their kids are going to college or, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you're just kind of all over the spectrum, which I think is, like, with a lot of jobs. Yeah. there's. I think one thing, I just, guess. It's just you need to relate to them to get through yeah. the things that you go through. Right. You know, totally putting someone on a body bag isn't necessarily, like, something you would do in, like, a regular work environment. Yeah. That, like, if someone needs you, like, Mm -hmm. you want to be able to be there for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I think, I guess one thing, like, you know, another thing that we all have in common is, like, we're all nurturing to some degree. You know, like, then we wouldn't be in this profession. Mm -hmm. So just, like, asking other people, like, about how they're doing, like, their day will just, like, you know, I think can come more natural to nurses. Right. In a sense. I'm just trying to think of, like, things, you know, like, how, yeah. how to like, better it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think talking about your day, offering to do something for somebody else if you do have that second to sit, even though you want to sit. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, cause what can makes, I do? Right, what can I do for you? Because and then not being mad when somebody asks,
1: yeah. like, actually, yes, <laughs> you could do, do something either. for me? Right. They're like, well, well, I mean,
0: how, <laughs> like, what is the extent of this yeah. job? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. no, we just help. Yeah. That's what the job's all about. Helping. Yeah. Helping. Which is phenomenal. And, like, you walk away with, like, all these connections. I mean, th- I think that's what it comes back to is, like, um, I was losing sight on the main reason I was a nurse in the first place. Yeah. Those little moments that I would have either with coworkers or, family members or patients Mm -hmm. like we're becoming few and far between fewer yeah and it was just like how do you get back to that like more of those moments that remind you like why you Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. like those small connections i once made (laughs) a patient cry over a v8 juice which seems like so silly but like that moment to me is so special yeah and i was like i just wanted more of those like um on a BMT unit, patients are secluded and they can't leave. So mm-hmm. something that became very important to them were food, but they only got food delivered. Bone marrow
1: transplant, yes, BMT. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they before. couldn't go down to the cafeteria, Yeah, which became like this big barrier to their independence. And yeah. he was very upset over the fact that he kept ordering V8s, but they were sending him the... like. Sodium free or low sodium, (laughs) and he just wanted like an original V8. So that day, I went downstairs, I got him a V8 from the cafeteria, and he started crying when I brought it to him. And he, you know, he told me like, you know, that wasn't why he was telling me that. He didn't want me to do that for him. Yeah. He was just telling me his frustrations because I was there. Yeah. I was like his balance board. Yeah. Like I'm listening, just you know, and he started crying. He was so happy. He wouldn't let me, like, provide it for him. He did end up paying me for these v But, like, which I didn't want. He didn't. Yeah, yeah like, but either way. Like, we were both like, you don't have to do that. He's like, yeah. you don't have to do that. <laughs> and meanwhile he's crying. And I'm like, all right, I'll take your money. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel better. But, like, th- that moment to me is, like, so special. Yeah. And it's like, you know, how do you, these small, simple little things can be, yeah. like, I remember there was this one time on
1: a unit when I was traveling, there was one guy that I think he had, uh, I think he had cerebral palsy maybe or MS, but he was young. He was a young guy. Like he was probably in his thirties or something. Mm -hmm. And like he had a Foley catheter, but he was having urinary retention, like Mm -hmm. couldn't void. And I think this was like his like second Foley or something. And like, he was like being discharged the next day or something. So he like didn't want it. He was like, you know, like this was never an issue before mm-hmm. I came in here. Like, right. but, um, and like you have a certain protocol for like, you know, urinary attention, if you pull the Foley right. out and then they, you know, haven't voided in six hours, then you bladder scan. If they're over like some places it's 250. I learned over 400, whatever. It's a different protocol for every place. But you know, he was gonna like hit that. He wasn't gonna hit it in like the six hour time and I was like okay well like I feel like he could do this like he could you know right he could and like he didn't want to go home like because if that's the case then you put another one in and then you go home with it and he's like has all of these other things that he has to deal with like he doesn't want like one more thing and so then I ended up like okay well like let's just try like a few other things and I like just like held the urinal like help and I was like like massaging his stomach, kind of like pushing on his stomach. And I was there for probably a good, like 10, 15 minutes, like in that awkward position, mm-hmm. like holding the urinal, like bending over, like Tying massaging his stomach, like <laughs> <laughs>
0: this poor guy.
1: And he ended up voiding and he ended up like, he voided like 300 cc's or something. And he was like, that was like above and beyond. You really didn't have to do that. But I'm so glad that you did. I was like, I'm really glad I did too. Because yeah. like, I knew that you could do this. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's stuff like
0: that. You're like, yeah, just like, like, and it's, but like 10, 15 minutes is a long time. It was a long fucking time. And like to be doing that. Well, it is, it's crazy. But like like, 10, 15 minutes doesn't sound that long. But like when you're talking about a nursing day, like, you, you know, you have four, maybe more patients. So like you're supposed to be in all the rooms every hour. So like that's right. already, that's a quarter a quarter. Time. Yeah. So, so you're done. You like, it. I was probably See in there. For- <laughs> well, yeah. It's like,
1: okay. Well, cause normally it's like, I'm going to give you the urinal. You just
0: like sit there, relax, try to go give you like 20 minutes and I'll come back. Well then imagine too, if like somebody else was with him that day, having a bad day, you know, no patience for whatever reason, right. things going on exactly. on, well, on your was- outside life. like. Yeah. Then his life is affected because of that. But like because you were able to like be present for him, that's like what's important. Yeah. So it's hard sometimes. Like I remember, if anything was going on in my outside life, I had trouble like performing Mm -hmm. well. Totally. Like you needed everything to be stable and happy at home to provide to do that extra for your patients. Yeah. Yeah. To be that do things that you don't have Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. I will say one thing that patients have asked me to do several times that I'm just like I just can't <laughs> it's like I've had a couple ask for like it will always be like a male and like you know they want their back massage yeah like, I knew you were gonna scratch say or something like and I'm just like I don't want to massage your <laughs> back or- yeah your feet like here's some (laughs) lotion yeah and like you know it's like people that are totally capable it's different if it's for somebody that's yeah paralyzed or you know like i'm all for that but it's like that same person that wants you to pick up their juice and like put it in their mouth yeah right that (laughs) always can bother me we have a masseuse yeah i'll call them (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like Like, i want to do extra things for people
1: but you also don't want to be manipulated
0: Exactly. So there's the people that, like, need assistance, like that guy, for example, and then there's the people that will take advantage of everything (coughs) Yeah, that you'll have to offer, and, like, you have to balance it, or else you're, you know, you get burnt out with your just one day. Yeah, if I had to massage all my patients' back. <laughs> like God damn it. <laughs> I didn't do anything but massage their yeah. backs. They didn't get any of their medicine. No one got dialysis, but everyone got their back massage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> priorities. Yeah, priorities.
1: Just like I just, I'm yeah. not even gonna go there. Sometimes I'll scratch, you know, if somebody needs a, like a good back scratch, scratch. like all right, but. I'm doing this with gloves on. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. Can you scratch that big toe with the fungus oh. growing on? <laughs> yeah. No, but I'll change just your dressing. Sightly. <laughs> Sightly. <laughs> you yeah. know, but I'll change the dressing. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to bring up? Um, I want to
1: be relatable. I just want to have, like, super, like, just real conversations about nursing. Not, like, I love it. Right, and right. I
0: love it because, but like, still keeping it positive.
1: Right, like I do. I mean, I do generally love nursing. Like, right. I feel like I'm good at it, and like this is what I, I do. Love
0: it. Like, if I, like I did anything else, it wouldn't fit. Yeah. But like, how do
1: you? It comes make with it a work? price. Yeah, you have to. I love it, and then I forget. People forget why they did it in mm-hmm. the first
0: place, or like why they like it. So, like, remembering.
1: Yeah, remembering why you love
0: it. Right, but also being able to like, str- like stress the things that you don't like to. I guess. Yeah,
1: bringing things up to the surface, like right. you're not alone in your stress. Right, like, you don't have to bring that home with you, or you can deal with things when they arise instead of like I'm I the way I deal with things, which is not a healthy way, but I instead of like you know like going up to somebody or like you know, hashing it out, like, right then and there, like, I just kind of internalize it, and then, like, Mm. I'll think about the situation in my head, and 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 different ways, things that I should have said, and then I just get into, like, I, there was, like, this one, I remember, you know, years ago, I, like, had an issue with somebody, and, like, before work, I was, it was like I don't know, six in the morning, I was like making breakfast and I was just completely and utterly in my mind, not thinking about anything else other than my interactions that I'm gonna have with this person and like what I would say, what I'm gonna say when I know that they're gonna like you're just say something. And I was just making up like, a situation that didn't I don't know even how happen. long Right, yes, yeah. right. Making up situations to prepare myself to protect myself. I do that with Matt sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, Oh, he's gonna say this. Is no, don't say that. Say that. <laughs> but so I And was then like, I try to talk myself out of it. I'm like, but that didn't even happen. Like, why am I <laughs> inventing an argument? Fights that haven't <laughs> yeah, happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've done that before. Yeah. I think everybody does it. But yeah. it's
1: like so I was like in my I don't know how long it was. Maybe it was only like 3 minutes or something. But I was just in such a negative energy and then all of a sudden like I got out of it and I took this like like huge gasp like I just come up for air. Like I had I had like pulled myself away from that all like its negativity and then I just completely broke down. And I was like, what the fuck? Like why do I feel like like I got to deal with this? Yeah, somehow. And like I know that so many other people have I like honestly those
0: things. think that all nurses, no matter where you work, should be, like, required to see someone to talk. Because, I think that that's a, yeah. Like, I just remember, you know, someone, someone died on my shift, and it was my patient, and, you know, you just, like – they're like, okay, here's the packet. Here's the you – know, you give the family mm-hmm. time or whatever. But, like, you know, there's no one – you're there to ask how everyone else is doing – Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you have staff that's like, are you okay? But like, you're like, are you okay? Um, Do you need anything? I'm okay. Okay, Right. Like, it's like, no, I'm not okay, but I'm okay because I have to be. Right. Like, (laughs) like, it's just this weird. And then like, yeah, I just remember like walking into a break room and I just start crying and then there's people there that don't really know me that want to help me. (laughs) But then it's like, I don't want to talk to you about, you know, like, yeah, it would be good to have a room like Mm -hmm. on all units that you could go in and talk with somebody. Yeah, like at the end of your shift or yeah. beginning or like, you know, at some point then be available that you could come in on your day off. If you, Like, you know, just something yeah. more regular to talk about all the stuff you go through because otherwise yeah. you're going to internalize it and make up yeah. these fake conversations. <laughs> right? And that's why people leave. Yeah, we did have, have palliative care on our unit, which most people don't. Um, and, you know, it was always like their doors open, but it wasn't like... You know, but they have so much other stuff. They, you know, they're seeing all these people, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost like you should have, like, a therapist for employees. Yeah. They do have a hotline, like, you can call at a lot of places. Like, yeah. But it's like, I don't want to call a hotline. Like, I want to <laughs> sit with somebody and, like, feel yeah. real and, like, develop yeah. a relationship. Yeah. But so, I like, feel like it should be something that's, like, more available mm-hmm. to help you cope. Yeah. Because, and yeah. then, because... I don't know if you have this problem, too, but, um, like, I'm pretty far in my relationship. We've been together for 12 years now. Yeah. And in the beginning, he was super accepting and, like, willing to listen to mm-hmm. stuff I was going through, because he yeah. felt for me, he knew I was going through a lot, but it got to a point where he couldn't handle <laughs> yeah. this information that I'm you coming You unload with. on... So I was like, understand, like, totally get that. You had... A more normal day dealing with, like, numbers and phone calls and normal communication with, pay- like, people. Yeah. Where you don't want to hear, like, how awful my day could have went. But, like, yeah, there was somebody that needed to hear. Yeah. It felt like. And, you're and then I internalized a lot of it because I yeah. was trying not to lay it on other people unless you get with nursing friends. And right. then you can just rant it all out because they'll listen and they understand.
1: Yeah. And I feel like I have a tendency towards – um, you know, if Matt has a stressful day, I'm like, oh well, did anybody yeah. die? Right, no. exactly. You can't but it's hear like out he, other people, right? And like, you can't. That's yeah, like he—that's still a ton of, you know, he still had a stressful
0: day, whether or not he was running around, you know, right? Up poop and totally getting yelled at. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you have trouble having sympathy for other people, yeah, because you're like, oh well, you didn't work as hard as I did. Yeah, you and, like, like, that's weren't standing not entirely cheers. Well so. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's hard. To get past that in a relationship with somebody, and realize, yeah. okay, like our jobs are different, our tasks are different, our stress is different, mm-hmm. but you have to be willing to hear out both sides and try to be understanding of, yeah, each other. But I just thought of a really good idea. <laughs> what? So, like, what I was saying with like having somebody on the unit that's available to talk to, mm-hmm. it almost would be perfect if it was a like nursing leadership job. So like you have a nurse educator on your floor, you have case manager, you have man your assistant manager, your manager. But what if you had this leadership role where, you know, they get a masters in yeah communication or therapy or like yeah. how to talk. But they've also lived these same things. Yeah. So it would be like a masters in like helping that your would be and awesome. nurses. That would be amazing. That would be so cool.
1: I I remember there is like mentors, you know. Yeah, like
0: other staff members they that are that. going through the same thing. But you when know. did you ever have time? Like you were supposed to like schedule I coffee. I never used or, them. Yeah. yeah. Like just, never used them. It should be somebody that's like, you know, that's their job. Yeah, to check on totally. staff.
1: Yeah. I love that
0: idea. If only. Hopefully. One maybe, day. maybe
1: somebody will listen to this one day <laughs> and be like, "Ding." Yeah. <laughs> it just I want to have a question at the end for whoever I have. Something kind of like open-ended, but like something that like universal that everybody could answer. Be like, why are you still in the profession? Like, why do you? Yeah.
0: Because I have a degree. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, but really, I mean, it's like, why am I still in the profession? I, I'm like good
0: at it. Yeah. I'd say I'm good at it. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm much happier where I am now. Now, Okay. I think this is good.
1: I, get, I don't know. We didn't really talk about clinic a whole lot. Oh, no. We didn't. So maybe I'll have you on again just to talk okay. about clinic. Okay. Should I have like a um, – like I should stop it at like a certain time? I think I'm just going to like let people – Talk, talk. Talk and like see where it goes. Yeah, I think that's
0: fine. Some can be longer than others, some can be shorter. Yeah. Plus you don't know what like material you're
1: gonna want from it. Yeah. Well thanks for coming, Cho. Thanks for <laughs> having me. This was Penlight Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you have content or questions or things that you hope to hear as I create and shape and improve this podcast, please shoot me an email, penlightpodcast at gmail.com, no spaces. I would love to hear your input. I need to hear that input so that this podcast can be the best that it can be. I'm also setting up a website and social media sites on Facebook and Instagram, so be on the lookout for those, and I will post those sites as well soon this has already been so rewarding for me. Um, You didn't have to listen to this, but you did. So just know that I truly appreciate your support in getting this idea off the ground. So thank you for listening to this nurse.